You're now locked in to the Fox Says Podcast. I'm on the beat, let's guy supreme. Yes, people, what is going on? Welcome to another episode of the Fox Says Podcast. I'm your host with the jokes, the fantastic Mr. Fox, and I have no voice. <laughs> oh, I have minimal voice right now. It's it's all a little bit mad. I'm not gonna lie. It's been uh it's been a it's been a pretty pretty hectic week or so obviously I forgot the Saturday episode so I know you guys were like really upset and really heartbroken at the fact there was no Saturday episode I didn't actually get one single message from someone so you know obviously I need to get some more loyal listeners um but no last week um I had my dad come and visit so he was chilling with me for a few days which was really cool although I must say I have really got used to living on my own life it's weird when you like when you start hosting for someone to come and stay like it was weird it was just like, for example, like when I spoke to him, he was like, have you got coffee? I was like, yeah, i got coffee. He's like, have you got milk and sugar? I didn't have milk and sugar. I have one plate. I have one knife. I have one fork. To be fair, I've got about four or five spoons. But, but like, he, he kept taking the piss and kept saying, you know, this is how this is like you can tell it's a bachelor's pad. I was like, it's not even a bachelor's pad. It's more like a survival pad. <laughs> it's got the bare essentials. However, supplements-wise, he was like, it's like, you've only got one plate, but you've got all these supplements. Like, you can see all my CMP bits, you know, obviously I've got all my protein, I've got, like, my enzymes, ashwagandha and all stuff like that. And he's like, well, at least all your health stuff's in check. I'm like, there you go. Exactly. So that's that's the priority. So, but that was cool. So, yeah, I had some time just chilling with him, which was which was nice. And um, ate some good food as well. I ate some uh, fried dumplings. I haven't had fried dumplings in so long. And um, he taught me how to make them, which was sick, so I can't lie. If you've never had fried dumplings, you're missing out. And if you have, you know. If you know, then you know. Um, so, yeah, so I had that. And then Saturday night, I went out with uh, my work lot. We went out for our Christmas too, which was... which I'm going to be honest with you now, yeah. I've, I've done this whole social go-out thing twice now. <laughs> and it's just not all this cracked up to be. I'm not going to lie to you, like... To be fair, like we all had a good laugh as as a work lot, like as a work crew, we had a good laugh and that it was a good night. But like the club we went to was just dry, dry. Like I don't mind if the club's a bit dead as long as the music's booming. Like I legit like to to shake a leg, bust a two step, little dance, little skank. But it was it was just yeah, the music was a little bit dry. So I did my um my little my little tactic where I you know snuck off in the middle of the night and you know what I went to do. That's right. I went and got a double chicken wrap from Subway. <laughs> Legit. Snuck out. Went and got a chicken wrap. I only had three cookies this time. I didn't have six. I had three. The chocolate orange cookies, I can't lie. They they bang. They Chocolate orange is like the, the biggest craze at the moment, isn't it? I feel like there's chocolate orange everything. I'm not complaining because I'm here for it. But, you know, Terry's used to control that market. But now, Tez, tell I don't know another name for Terry. Um, you got some competition because chocolate oranges everywhere. But um, but yeah, that was cool. So I sort of sat there, um, was sobering up because I did drink a lot. I'm not gonna lie, you know, especially for me. Um, and then but and, oh, and then there was these guys that just came in and it's well, why do guys do football chants on, on on like I just don't get it. Like I I I, I don't know. It, like he's, these guys were just in Subway. I'm not even gonna repeat what they were chanting because it was just it was just kind of inappropriate I ain't gonna lie I was listening to it like guys this this I, oh, I don't know anyway I left Subway went back people will re- remain anonymous 
But let's just say certain work colleagues had to make sure that they got home safe and <laughs> walking through his front door. But um, yeah, it was good. It was, re- it was really cool. So um, yeah, then Sunday, it was just back to normal routine. So I got up and done my cardio. I've, I've sort of turned Saturday. So I do my cardio on a Saturday morning now, but I've started doing bag work. Um, which is really fun. I really enjoy it. Um, you know, doing sort of like, you know, kicking, punching and different combos and stuff like that. It's really good. It's, it's, I don't want to just put on loads of size and put on loads of weight and not be functional and not be able to move. Um, and I've always enjoyed sort of like combat training anyway. So combat training, that sounds real serious, doesn't it? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, uh, so I do that on a Saturday and then I still get up and do my cardio on Sunday um client updates and then i went and saw um all uh, loads of my close friends from they live in south london so i went up south london for the day which was nice and again i took a day sort of just away from my diet um because we was doing sunday dinner where everybody contributes some food so like nelly made mac and cheese there was salmon there was chicken curry which was so spicy but i'm supposed to act like a big man and pretend it wasn't spicy and it was it was nice it was just nice to you know, to not be, I mean, don't get me wrong, when I got up and done my cardio, I come back, I still had my oats and like before bed, I still had my oats and stuff like that. But it was nice to just have a day to just think, you know what, I'm not going to bother like tracking this or anything. Um, I just want to sit down, just enjoy some good vibes and some good times, which, which, you know, that's what this time of year is about. And I think this is something that, um, you know, I was explaining to, explaining to a couple of my clients, you know, because they said, oh, you know, you went out drinking, you know, one night and I said, obviously, about the subway and they're like, what? And then you went and had all that food the next day and it was like, well, yeah, I did. You know, I had essentially a couple days off where, where I wasn't, you know, 100% on, but that was fine because then I just woke up on Monday and I was just straight back to my normal routine. You know, it's something that I'm, I'm stressing at the moment quite a lot on social media because obviously I'm using my social media to to market my coaching business, right? Um, like Instagram and stuff. But there's 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 things at the moment. I think I might have mentioned this in the last podcast. You've got some coaches that are on the side of you know telling people to just you know don't worry about training and you know throw away my fitness pal, don't track everything and anything and stuff like that. And even though I, there's nothing wrong with that, I'm not going to say there's nothing wrong. Like my whole thing is this: this is I know I know it's Christmas time, I know it's this time of year, but at the same time, if fitness is part of your um, lifestyle, your habits, and your routine, it doesn't really make a difference when, like, when what time of year it is or, or what's going on to me. All right, so because so you think about it, Christmas is I can't even believe it either. It's next week. I literally had like a shock horror when my client Simon told me this morning, he was like, yeah, yeah, Christmas is next week. I thought I had a couple of weeks, but I don't. The Grinch needs to go Christmas shopping this weekend. Anyway, we will get to that. Um, I'll deal with that in my own time. But um, so, so Christmas, let's just take Christmas and Boxing Day, right? That's Saturday and Sunday. So that's just two days off away from your plan. Now, I don't really plan on eating like an arsehole, I'm not going to lie, but I'm, not, I'm telling you, I'm going to be eating Christmas dinner and getting that Christmas dinner slump. You will see me with a belly at about 3pm after I've eaten, I say 3pm, that's provided that, you know, the fam does cook the dinner on time, but again, that's for me to deal with and to worry about. But on a serious level, right, you know, it's going to be two days um, where I'm not on a strict food plan, you know, where obviously I'm not going to track, I'm not going to sit there and try and track my Christmas dinner, like I'm just not, um, and then like for me, Monday, it will just go back to normal, even Friday, Christmas Eve, like I'm going to be going seeing family on Friday, so I'll probably eat, I'm going to go and see my aunties, and my, you know, my auntie loves to cook food, so I'll probably end up eating some food at hers, but really and truly, it's only two days out of seven that are going to be different, right, and then Monday is just boom, back to normal routine, so 
it's pretty much exactly what I've just done last weekend. You know, I haven't weighed myself because I'm not weighing myself at the moment, but you know, I, I look fine. I was back training in the gym. Um, I did actually take three days off last week as well. So I had Friday, Saturday, Sunday off um, as rest days. I know I still did cardio and stuff, but as in like, um, they were they were rest days from actual resistance training. So it doesn't really make much of a difference. Literally, I woke up yesterday, you know, trained my first clients and then went and trained and it was a banging session. And I was actually just straight back into routine, you know? So it's the... I get it that this time of year is 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 very stressful and, and it can be it can be a tough time. But if you build, this is why I'm, I'm preaching to people, you know, and I'm, I'm I'm promoting building these habits and building it into part of your routine because it's even like when people say, you know, are you going to be training? Of course, I'm going to be training. Like, I'm no, I'm not going to train on Christmas Day, and I'm I, I am going. <laughs> that's a lie. I am going to train on Boxing Day. Um, but it's it's just it's just part of routine. It's just part of what I do. I would normally train on a Sunday, so I'm going to train on the Sunday. You know, and I just feel like. People don't need to overthink it. They really don't need to overthink Christmas. Don't worry, I'm not going to make this episode about overthinking <laughs> and, and um, what to do over Christmas. You go back a couple episodes, I've got one all about that. But yeah, I just sort of wanted to reiterate that. So, you know, because there were people that were like, you know, so, <laughs> try, trying to banter me a little bit. And they were like, oh, you know, going out on nights out and, you know, eating off plan and that. Oh, hashtag dedicated bodybuilding, just trying to talk this kind of nonsense. But I'm like, so what? I had a couple of days off. Do you know what? For me, personally, it's, it's a good thing. Um, but yeah, we just don't need to overthink it. But as I say, I've got a whole episode that talks about that. So you can go back and check that out. But yeah, that was a little bit of a rundown on, on my week. And then I started work this morning. I had an early one. Um... One of my clients, Sean, he asked to be trained at 4 a.m. instead of 5. <laughs> and I was like, ooh, okay. <laughs> I created a monster. But you know what? It's really good for him because, like, last year, he, um, so he's a, he's a store manager, right? Um, I don't really know how much I can say about his job out loud, so I'm just not going to talk too much about it. But um, he's he's a store manager, very high up, um, and very successful in his role. And Last year, he sort of just disappeared, fell off the wagon, work got the best of him. He put on about a stone and then come back to me when the gyms were open and was like, help, you know. But this year, he's been so adamant about staying on track, you know. And, and so when he said this morning, you know, can you can you train me at four? I'm not going to lie to you. It's not ideal, but you know what? It's helping him keep in his routine, you know, and it's helping him still keep on track. So absolutely, I was here for it and said, yeah, let's do it. Um, and again, and he just said to me, he goes, he can't believe how, how easy it is to just still be doing something rather than not doing anything at all. So um, it's nice to know that obviously, you know, when, when clients sort of take on my mindset and my morals and, and follow what I say and see me doing it and leading by example, um, it's, it's, it's really nice and it's really positive. So, so yeah, today's been a busy one. Today has been a busy one and I'm knackered. And as you can tell by my voice, it's probably going to get more and more croaky by, by the end of this podcast. But, you know, we move. So um yeah that has been that has been the last I don't know 7 days I guess so far since we had the last episode drop um but yeah man I'm feeling I'm feeling very good and very positive in my own training but something that I thought I would touch on on this episode today is um it's, it was prompted I actually posted about it on Instagram earlier um which if you're listening to this now on a Wednesday it would have been yesterday so go back and check the post it's one when we sat down um it's, I'm, I'm sat on a bench in the gym, you know, real dramatic picture. Um, but it's to talk about the importance of working hard in the winter. So we're going to call this work hard winter. All right. Because, uh, all right, look, listen, it's, it's, it's winter. It's 
oversized tee season. It's baggy hoodie season. It's only mad men like to go out wearing short shorts on a leg day. I ain't gonna lie, I put on my short shorts the other day and was, we were laughing at the gym, like a couple of lads at the gym were like, you can't wear those. <laughs> He's like, one, it's not the weather. And two, your legs are thickened up. Like they're looking real tight. I love business. I still went and I wore them and I trained in them quite happily. But as a madness, especially in this weather, I was a little bit cold, but as soon as I started training, that was fine. But the point is, winter is the time when you really, okay, no one's worrying about what your abs look like, okay? And, and no one's trying to go around flexing in, in stringer vests and, you know, it's it's not, that that's not what the focus of winter is. I get that. But what people really, really don't grasp the concept of is how important it is to do the work now in the winter ahead of next summer, right? So one of the, the, the sort of, the, in the caption that I wrote on Instagram, I wrote, you know, if you want to have a hot boy summer, you need to have a hard work winter. And it's probably one of the most catchiest and truest things I've ever written because it's so true. Like you need to put in the work now, okay? And in terms of physique development, you know, okay, so this is the way that I've always seen it. Whenever you do a cut and whenever you're going to get leaner, right? The idea is, the most basic idea um, or, or ideology of what it is, is you are shredding your body fat, you're getting rid of your body fat and you're trying to maintain as much muscle as possible. Can you still grow muscle when you're in a deficit? I don't know. That's a discussion for a whole other podcast. Um, and I'll probably get some really, really smart intellectual people on that with me um, to talk through it. But the basis of it is you're losing body fat, but you're trying to maintain as much muscle as possible. Now, if you're enhanced, you've got hormones, drugs and things that can help retain a lot more muscle tissue. Okay. As a natural, we don't got that. We've got food. We've got water. We've got nutrients and we've got training okay those are the things that are going to help us maintain but really it is just a big maintaining mission okay and and, and that seems that seems bonkers to, to to think of it like that but that's how it is right however so, so so when you then so when you're in that okay yes you want to strip the body fat down and show what's underneath but if you haven't been putting in the work before what are you showing and this is where I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. There are a lot of people that I see that from year to year, you know, they sort of, they'll get themselves ready. They'll do a cut. They'll get themselves uh, lean for the summer. Then they'll, then summer's done. Then they'll start bulking again and say, okay, cool. Start putting size on. Start to slack a little bit. Not really push themselves. Fall off the wagon a little bit and then turn around and be like, oh, no, it's cool because, you know, in the new year, I'll start getting ready for my cut and then I'll start getting ready for the holiday cut. Boom, 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 boom. And they go around in this cycle. Right, okay, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. But in all honesty, in terms of progression, in terms of how they look and where their physique is actually going, they're not making many change, they're not making much change. That's that's the that's the simple fact of it, okay? Like, the time now in like the winter and your bulking phase, you really need to utilize that. And this is an another thing for naturals, unless you're someone that's new to the game, okay, and you, you're still enjoying those all, all beautiful newbie gains which we miss, you know, when people come and say to me, because uh, I, I legit have people say, oh yeah, I'm going to do like a bulk for three months, then I'm going to start cutting. I'm not going to lie to you. In three months, as a natural, you're not going to do a lot, okay? And if, if, you're, if you're putting on size quick, your weight's going up quick, the likelihood is the majority of that is going to be body fat, okay? You're, there's no naturals out there that are building crazy amounts of muscle in three, three months. If someone wants to bring me an anomaly, please do, please feel free. But generally speaking, that's the way it is, okay? You need to put time into it. There needs to be proper progression. There needs to be structure. There needs to be eating as well. Obviously, you need to be eating a lot, but not just eating like an arsehole for the sake of hashtag bulking. You know, oh, oh yeah, yeah, you know, I'm just... And also, knowing how much you're eating. Do you know how many guys I speak to and they say, oh yeah, I'm on about 5,000 calories a day. 
and I've done this, but I don't, I'm not going to lie, I did this to one person once. He turned around and told me he was on 4,500 calories. I was like, you actually? He's like, yeah, yeah, I eat like 4,000. I eat so much, bro. I was like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, man, trust me. I was like, okay, cool. So I sat down with him. I called his bluff. I sat down with him and I made him go through everything that he eats. And when we worked it out, he was on about 2,600, I think it was. And it wasn't, it wasn't actually a lot. You know, and, and I wasn't doing that to be a prick or to, to but I was getting him to realise that like, that you know how much food that actually is? Like that is a lot of food. You know, I've, I've even worked with clients before who I've, I've pushed their food up, you know, progressively. And they're like, yeah, this is easy. They're going around telling everyone, oh, I'm eating all this food, it's so easy. And then literally two weeks later, they're like, John, I'm really starting to feel sluggish. I'm, I'm starting to feel it now. And it, it's, it's not easy. You know, and, and it's funny, I literally just said to someone today in the gym, you know, when it comes to when it comes to this whole whole fitness thing, you know, you'll feel shit when you're at the height of a cut and you'll also feel shit when you're at the height of a bulk. If you're pushing a heavy bulk, you're at a body weight that you've never been at before, you're in unknown territories, it is uncomfortable, you look a little bit higgy, you'll be breathing heavy. Like the first time I ever got to 100 kilos, right? Because we all do it. We're all obsessed with getting to a number, okay? They're, like, we're gym bros and gym broettes out there. That's the, you know, name for the ladies there. Um, but guys and girls will always have, like, a weight in, in mind. More so the guys. So when you're bulking, it'll be like, oh, I'm going to get to this weight. So for me, it was 100 kilos. I always wanted to be 100 kilos. Now, I'm only five foot nine and some change, right? So that is a heavy, that, that's a lot of weight for me. The first time I ever got to 100 kilos... Oh my gosh, I remember it being so uncomfortable and it didn't actually dawn on me until I walked up a flight of stairs and was like, <sighs> and I remember someone saying to me, I was just sat there chilling. Someone was like, can you hear your breathing? I'm like, what do you mean? Like, can you actually hear your breathing? I'm like, well, no, what are you talking about? And then I realized like I was breathing heavy. It was, it was an uncomfortable stage, I'm not gonna lie. You know, and then I remember saying, right, after this, I'm gonna go into a cut, I'm gonna trim down, and then, you know, I'll I'll do the old I'll I'll do the whole cut down and then lean bulk back up. I did actually do that. Um but yeah, I remember literally even just like the first couple of kilos that I lost, I was like, wow, well, I can really tell the difference. But then when I went back to that weight again. I was a lot more comfortable, okay? Because I'd been there before, so it wasn't quite unknown territories. I didn't have to push as hard because, you know, I, I, my body was was familiar with being there because I was at that weight for a little while. Um, that's the other thing. It wasn't just a case of get to 100 kilos, cool, boom, I've got it. Take all the pictures for Instagram and now let me start cutting. You know, I wanted to be at that weight. You need to feel that weight, train at that weight, feel what it's like to carry that weight around, to be able to utilize and make the most of the strength um, and everything that you get from being at that weight, which is what I did. So yeah, the second time I went to it, it was much more comfortable. The third time I ended up getting to that weight, honestly, I didn't even know I was 100 kilos. I remember jumping on the, on the scales and was like, damn. I'm like, damn, I'm 100. I was like, right, I'm still here. And it was, it, it was much more comfortable. So now my threshold has increased. So it's like for me to get to that uncomfortable stage again, I would have to probably push 105, 110, which I'll be honest with you guys, I don't really want to do. I don't feel like I need to. I feel like my food is high enough at the moment. My performance is great. My progression and strength keep going up. So I don't, I don't need to push myself like that. I've been doing this for many, many years. So for me personally, I feel like I don't need to push. However, there are people that do need to push. And then again, this goes back to so originally the tangent that I got off was, was talking about the calories that you're eating. You know, you are going to need to push your food. You're going to need to push your food high, but track it and stay accountable with it. Don't just, and, and, and I've done this before and there are guys that do this, you know, you get used to eating the same stuff every day and you sort of, you, you think to yourself, oh yeah, I don't really need to track um, what I'm eating. You know, it's like, it's like, I know what I'm eating, blah, blah, blah. But 
you know, that accountability and still tracking it is 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 very beneficial. You know, it's going to benefit you much more in the long term because you know exactly how much you're eating. You've got a record of it. And sometimes, you know, you, you, you can make mistakes. You can think, oh, yeah, well, I know how much this is and I know what that is. So I know this is around this amount of calories. So I'll just eat that and I know that I'm still getting my calories in. Well, how do you know if you haven't properly tracked it? So, but that's all part of, you know, working hard in this winter time. Now, the other beautiful thing about it is, like, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I've had mince pies. I've had Libkuchen still. I've still been having the snacks, right? But I'm utilizing them during this time. So I'm using them. I'm pushing myself more in the gym. And there are extra calories. So at the moment, clean calories, what I call clean calories, which is from my diet, which I've got written out, which is structured um, properly and stuff, is about, it's about 3,900 but I'm still probably having about 1,500 worth of arsehole calories, you know, whether it's mince pies, Liebkuchen. I am actually tracking my, I'm accounting for my um, post-workout Jaffa cakes. But, you know, like yesterday when I was at work, they had some Liebkuchen stuff and, you know, had the dark chocolate and that. Then I actually ate a load of dark chocolate as well. Yeah, actually, yeah, yesterday I did snack a little bit. So my calories really are still high, okay? But I'm I'm aware of that and I'm saying, right, I'm going to push a little bit harder in the gym because I'm going to make the most of having those calories. Now, what that means in turn is I'm pushing myself. There's more progression that's pushing me further. So there's more potential for building more muscle, which means my physique's only going to look better because the stronger I can get now, the more strength I can hold. That means the more muscle tissue I can hold when I start cutting and I'm doing this whole, what we're going to call the maintaining mission. Yeah, so that's and that and that's how it should be. So when guys sort of start to get a little bit lazy and start to fall off, you're missing out on prime opportunities right now, pivotal opportunities to be making positive changes and and progressive changes to make your physique go forward. You know, so it's just something that people really do need to be aware of. And you know, there are I because and again I can say this because I've got it from experience where I've said it where you know you might get a coach to help you with a cut to get you lean. And then when it comes to, you know, your off-season or your bulking time, you think, oh, I'm just going to go and do it myself. But still having accountability during that time is very important. And I think if there's one thing that I would have done differently, I would have um, stayed with my coach for the off-season. You know, the only difference is, you know, I feel like I know my body pretty well and I always had a, a, a good... And to be honest, I've progressed. My physique has progressed every single year. So I have constantly made those those strives in progress but not everybody makes that and also I'm fully aware that you know what if I did do a structured off season with a coach to have that extra accountability then I probably would have been even more further ahead do you know what I mean I'm very aware of that so the good thing is and I don't know if it's just because of how you know I'm I'm putting myself out on Instagram now and how I'm promoting stuff but I'm getting slightly less of the lads that come up to me and tell me that they know what they're doing because my whole thing is this if you know what you're doing why doesn't your physique reflect it if it does then obviously that that, that doesn't apply to you but if I'm talking to your average gym bro in the gym and you know they're like oh yeah I don't need a coach like there are people that will tell me straight up to my face I don't need a coach I know what I'm doing and I look at their physique and think well your physique does not reflect that at all your knowledge does not reflect that at all you know and and <laughs> and then you get some people who get defensive like oh yeah well I don't want to be a bodybuilder but it's nothing to do with being a bodybuilder it's just your physique would be at a much better level and you've got to understand that um, and that's one thing I've, I've, I've started doing better as a coach as well like I, I always tell people how it is don't get me wrong like I'm not going to lie to clients because that's not that's not good that's not that's not how you, that's, you just don't do that um, but I'm I'm very sort of passive when it comes to you know your average gym bro and 
you know, when I get messages from people on Instagram, I'll always be quite passive and I'll try not to be, I try basically not to be a know-it-all, you know, and, and I just, for the most part, I just let people talk their shit because you'd be surprised the amount of shit that people do talk to me. Um, not everyone, that's not like saying that everyone talks shit to me, but there, you know, there are a lot of people that do, but I just, but I've, I've stopped doing that and I've just started being honest with people, you know, like I, I, I did actually upset someone about a week ago because it was like, what do you think of my physique? And I said, you know, I think you've got an all right physique. You've got a lot of stuff to work on. And his reply was something like, all right, expert. And I was like, shit. And this guy wants to compete. I think he was saying he wanted to compete in 2023. And, you know, I mean, if, if, if he's listening to this, you know, sorry I offended you, bro. Um, but it is what it is. And if you're going to go into something like bodybuilding, you've got to be ready to take criticism. Um, but even just, like I say, for your average gym, bro, um, because then the other thing is as well, you kind of get the guys that then mislead the other guys. And I mean, I don't, and I can't really say whether this is the same for girls. So I know this seems quite like a heavy, heavily male dominated um, topic that I'm talking about. So any females listening to this, you know, I, I, I don't know. I hope you're still enjoying the podcast or, or if not, you're enjoying the, the husky voice. <laughs> but yeah, it is quite male dominated because this is what I see quite a lot. And you know, I'll talk to people, say someone slightly less experienced or um, somebody younger that will be looking up to someone and be like, oh yeah, this guy told me this or this guy told me that. And I'm like, well, what does he know? Do you know what I mean? And, and, and again, I've been there. You know, the, dif the difference was I always try to have some savvy around me. You know, like I've had people giving me advice in gyms for years. I think I've told you guys um, in one of the old pods, I said the story, I won't repeat it, but I said the story about the guy that was telling me all I need was pull-ups and deadlifts for back, you know. But if you'd have seen the size of the guy, you kind of... You're like, all right, he might be onto something here. Do you know what I mean? And 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 you know, his physique reflected what he what he was preaching. He did have a massive back, to be fair. His back was wham. Um, but again, it's relative because it's like, well, that might have worked for him, but that's not to say that it like other stuff won't work for me or wouldn't work for you know. There's just there's just so much more to it. So, um, but I think just going back to the you know the original point, you know, using this time and I I, I just. I, I see stuff all the time is so, uh, the, at the moment I'm seeing it all the time, you know, the, the overwhelmingness of this, this year. And I'm like, it doesn't even need to be like that, you know, and people telling me they're using it as a bit of downtime and okay, it's different. Like a lot of my friends who are um, competitors and people that know that compete, there are people that are using this as downtime, you know, because they've had a whole season. Like I've had a whole year of this nearly, right? So for me, some downtime would have been good, but we just all know that that was never going to happen. Um, but if you're looking to progress your physique and you want to make changes, you know, that's why I put it in. And yeah, of course it is marketing, but there's there's truth behind what I'm writing. You know, if you want to if you want to be looking good next summer, best you start working on something now, because if not, you're just going to be revealing the same physique, you know, and, and it's literally one step forward, one step back. And to me, that's pointless because it's like there's a lot of effort and a lot of work going into just and yielding the same result, you know, and and having someone to just push you that little bit further or to make sure that you hold you accountable, make sure that you are working and, and working harder during this time, like I say, it's only going to yield more results um, in the long term. So at the moment, my current training split is, I'm on my standard bro split where, you know, I, I, I just like the bro split. I'm not really one for push-pull legs and I just, I, I like what I like you know, but I've got a lot of prioritization on arms and delts because they're two things that, you know, I really, 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 really want to grow. Although, although, even though I'm putting on, you know, like I've been putting on weight and stuff like that and I am getting thicker, 
I can still see some nice lines in my tricep. I gotta say, my triceps are a muscle that I've really brought up well. Um, but so delts, I'm hitting three times a week. So in three of my workouts, I will do um, a lateral focus set. Obviously I have a shoulder workout or a shoulder day. So um, that counts as one of my, one of my delt days. Um, but I've just found a couple of exercises that just work really, really well. My favorite ones at the moment, uh, rear delt cable flyers. Um, those crucifix cable cuffs, I've, I, love, I can't even lie, I love them. I absolutely love them. They're an incredible exercise. Um, and then just standard side side lateral um, uh, raises. So I've got those in there three times a week at the moment. Legs is supposed to be once every 10 days, but it's just it's basically once a week uh, where I do my bodybuilding focused leg session and then I'll do my more dynamic one, which to be honest, I'm, <laughs> I kind of prefer the dynamic one. Like I like the movements that I'm doing that, because it's because it's a little bit different, you know. Unless unless I go to a, a really good gym where they've got banging leg equipment, then obviously I'll enjoy the bodybuilding one more. But um, but yeah, so and I'm at the moment, you know, I'm utilizing this time where my food is really high, my energy is high, so my intensity is high in the workouts, and and I already like I say like I can see like the weight that I am now. I've never looked like this, you know. This is a, this is a better looking weight. Uh, I look the best I have at this weight now, right? So I'm really putting in that extra little bit of effort. And I'm not saying you have to go into start going into the gym twice a day or being in there for stupid long hours. It's just look at the effort that you're putting in, you know, overall. And um, yeah, when eventually I do decide to cut down, you know, it will be um, it will it will just it will just mean that I will again see more improvements, you know. So it's just something to think about. At the end of the day, the gym. As much as we all love it and as much as we all go in there and a lot of us just say, you know, we just like to train, you know, for our mental health and just for just to make ourselves feel better. It is always good to have a goal and to have a focus, even if that and even if that focus is just just straight up progression. I just want to look better from year to year. You know, I mean, if you're happy, you know, just getting fat, getting lean and looking the same each year, then, that, that you know, do your thing. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. It's just as people that train and want to look better, want to feel better, you know, progression is, is the natural want, right? So surely you would want to improve and not be looking back at pictures and think, I haven't really changed that much. Um, so yeah, I thought I'd just go, I'd talk a little bit about that because as I say, it just feels like a quite quite a, a relevant um, topic. I've had, I've had a few, I've had a few guys um, sign up to the team as well, which has been really cool, join my coaching team. Um, it's actually been a really good, been a really good couple of weeks for people coming on board and, Every one of them is like, yeah, I want to put in the work now. Do you know what I mean? And, and they recognize the importance of it. And, and I absolutely love that. So, and they're going to be the people that are going to be making the um, the progress and, and getting the results, you know, and not seeing the summer come out for the first, the sun come out for the first time in March and thinking, shit, I should have been putting in some work beforehand. And it's starting to panic. Uh, and then that's when you end up getting like panic diets and like rush dieting and like, you know, just people are telling me they're on like two hours of cardio a day because they've only given themselves three weeks to get ready for for a holiday or something like that you know just it's just a little bit of effective planning and I know it, it can sound so um controlling where it's like oh wait hang on a minute so I'm bulking but you want me to track everything well well, yeah I don't you're not just gonna go off and eat like an arsehole are you like that's just not it's just not gonna happen um or if it is it's not very productive is it um you know and and some people would say that it, it is quite robotic to do that because it should sort of be your time to be free, but you can still be free. Like, I'm enjoying everything that I'm eating right now. Like, I've got Jaffa Cakes post-workout. I'm living life. Um, 
But at the same time, there is still structure in what I'm doing. You know, even at the weekend, it was two days off, but it was still structure. Cool, I'm still gonna have my oats, I'm still gonna have my cream of rice, still gonna have this shake in the day. And then I'm just gonna have whatever else. Do you know what I mean? But I've still got that structure, so it's easy to um, adhere to um, and still monitor exactly what I'm doing and my progress. So um, yeah, man, just some food for thought for you guys. I also, um, done some Instagram questions. I'm just gonna load up my phone now. I didn't get a whole lot of people asking me questions this time around, I'm not gonna lie. Um, I don't know why everyone seemed to be on a bit of a bougie one. But I have got a couple questions here, so I'm just gonna run through these. And I'll put up another post to get some more for um, Saturday's episode, because there will be an episode this Saturday. I just banged my toe and that really hurt. Um, so one of the questions here is, do you still get your blood done as a natty? Um, now I've, um, that sounded proper common, didn't it? As a natty. Uh, <laughs> I have not had my blood work done yet. I am supposed to be getting some blood tests done in a few weeks time. I wanted to do it at a time when I kind of felt uh, regulated and more quote normal after prep because there would have been no point me doing, you know, blood straight after prep because it would have been like, mate, testosterone's in the gar, what is going on? Um, sleep was all over the place. So I was trying to get myself a little bit more recovered first, but it's definitely something I want to look into um, and keep track of because I feel like it's very, very important. Um, of course, for the enhanced, it's very important to um, keep track of, but I mean, just keeping track of your health in general, why would you not do it, you know? So yes, it's definitely something I'm looking at. There is actually this mad DNA thing I've seen. You can, um, I think it's called like, oh, do you know what? My iPhone's probably going to listen to this and like, promote it to me later if this comes up in an advert later i'm selling my iphone i think it's called medichecks or something like that a couple of my friends who are competitors they've used it and um and and they've you know just done i think you swab your mouth and you can do different tests and stuff so yeah it's definitely something that i am looking into is the you know shorter version shorter answer of that question um where do you see yourself in five years i'll be honest with you i see myself living abroad somewhere how old will i be in five years i will be Okay, I'll be that age. Um, I don't know. I'm seeing how my coaching business has been growing. I really hope to to grow that to the level. I've I've got you know numbers and thresholds and um, where I want to be with my business. So I just want that business absolutely booming. Um, I'll be a natural pro as well. Probably still be competing. Um, and you know what? It would be nice to to have a wife <laughs> to be dancing um, to Frank Sinatra. I've been on a Frank Sinatra hype and I, I, I posted this up earlier. I was like, you know, if she doesn't like Frank Sinatra, she can't be the future Mrs. Fox. you got to like Frank. Uh, but no, in all seriousness, I don't know. I, I honestly, see, I don't see myself living in England um, forever. I would like to explore. I'd like to get out and, and go and move abroad, basically. Where? I don't know, but we will just see. But um, yeah, that's where I'm, I see myself uh, in five years' time. Uh, this one was, what's the best upper chest exercises? Um, I mean, incline dumbbell press, you literally can't go wrong with that. If you're lucky enough to have, an am <laughs> to have a hammer strength incline press machine, um, that is one of my favorite incline press machines. I'm not gonna lie to you, I feel like it's brilliant. I actually prefer it to dumbbells. Um, I just feel like I connected it so well. And if you guys have been keeping up with my stories, you would have seen that I've been doing it banded as well, which is just, yeah, it's just next level. I love it. Um, but, you know, I guess incline presses, uh, flies, doing your cable flies, watching your positioning on your cable flies. Um, you'll be amazed at how, like, easy it is to get it wrong and how often you see it wrong. Um, even with some of my clients, you know, I just tweak their forms slightly and they're like, wow, I've not, I've not felt it in my chest much um, when I'm doing these cable flies. And now I am. So, um, yeah, those exercises. Um, this one. 
what is your favorite film? This was a cool question. Um, the same person actually asked for it. It says, what is your favorite film? What is your favorite, who is your favorite actor? And what is your favorite fruit? What? Fruit? <laughs> All right, let, do you know what? Let's go. <laughs> Sorry, that caught me off guard. I just, I just screenshotted it. I just loaded up the answers and screenshotted them. And I'll... Right, okay. Um, my favorite fruit, I don't really have one. Um, I like frozen blueberries, but I wouldn't say it's a favorite. Um, actually, watermelon. Maybe watermelon, because watermelon bangs, I can't lie. I do really like watermelon. Um, so yeah, I guess watermelon is the answer to that one. Um, favorite film? I really can't, I can't pin this. Uh, I, I don't know, I don't have a specific favorite film. I have favorite films, um, have like a top five where, oh, but again, this is one of them questions that it really catches you off guard. Um, Cause you know, I mean, some people they'll know their favorite film. They'll be like, yeah, boom, this is my favorite film. But for me, I don't really have the film that jumps out as my all time favorite. Like, yes, that is it. Um, but I do really love the Godfather 2, um, Scarface. Godfather 2 probably more so than one. I know one is like the classic, but I love number two just cause it, you know, tells the, sto the, the story, the background story of Vito, Vito Corleone and, Al Pacino is just amazing. And in terms of like favorite actor, which is the other question he's asked, um, again, I don't have a standout actor. Um, favorite actors, I love Will Smith, Al Pacino, uh, Denzel Washington. Um, this is the thing with these kind of questions as well, because there's gonna be people listening, there's gonna be people listening to this that are like, how could you forget so-and-so? And then I'll be like, oh, I forgot so-and-so. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, I say they're probably some of my favorite actors. I do really like Jim Carrey as well. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I can't really think of many others, but Al Pacino is probably one of my favorites. I think he's just, he's just amazing. I heard the story about him where he was playing, I can't remember what film it is, but he's blind in the film. And he got so like into the role um, where he actually like fell over and like bust his face on the floor basically because he was, because he thought he was blind because of how like he got into, he got that much into the um, the acting. I think they call that method acting. Um, I just heard that and was like, this is this is why you're the, this is why you're the goat. Um, uh, this one here, what keeps you so motivated? Up at four and it's got the squiggly face. I was actually up at half three, but we're not gonna, we're not gonna nitpick here. Um, I've seen this quote on Instagram so many times uh, <laughs> over like the last month, but it's so true is, um, discipline takes you places that motivation won't you know i, I i'm always I, I'm, I'm a very disciplined individual uh and i think my motivation just comes from wanting to be better you know and and in anything and you know and i think what's really been good is you know how i've like dived is it dived yes yeah, it's, it's not divin is it or doved we had this before with the boys when we was younger um that's a whole nother story um but yeah i've i've applied the same discipline drive and motivation that I do with bodybuilding into my business and I've seen my business flourish from it. And I just feel like when it's something that I love doing, I'm really motivated to just do my best at it. So for me, you know, motivation is never really an issue. You know, it's, it's I mean, there might be times where I might think to myself, oh, you know, I'm a little bit knackered or oh, the gym's a little bit long, but I'm never, I'm never demotivated because, you know, it's, it's something that I want to do. So, um, so yeah, that's, I guess, I don't know, just, just my will or my drive that keeps me motivated, I guess. Um, and then there's actually one more question here, which is, do you believe in reverse dieting? And 
I mean, it's not Santa Claus. <laughs> you can't not believe in reverse dieting. It is real. It is real. Um, reverse dieting is great. There's so many benefits to it. Um, I think I'm going to do an episode where I'm going to talk about um, the different approaches um, into you know post-comp and, and post-diet phases. Um, I think I might have touched on it briefly in a previous episode. I'll have to go back and check the episodes that I've done. Anyway, um, reverse dieting personally is not for me. I don't want to come out of a diet phase. Actually, let me not say that. I think my view on reverse dieting all depends on how long you've dieted for, okay? If you've only been on like an eight-week diet, like an eight-week shred, I do personally believe that you can reverse diet out. And and that's, if, if someone comes to me and they was like, look, I want to get shredded in, in eight weeks' time, would I advise them to reverse diet out or would I put a reverse diet in place? Yes, probably. Because to me, eight weeks isn't really a long time dieting compared to when you're looking at sort of like 16 20 and 20 plus week diets okay now if you're someone who's been and and don't get me wrong that's not me taking it away from anybody um you know that, that has done an eight week cut or, or might be a long time to them but listen in the grand scheme of things eight weeks is not that long of a cut okay um whereas if you do like a 20 week cut 24 week cut 30 week cut that's a long time to be in that deficit you know and to have your body in that state so I'll be honest, the longer I'm dieting for, the the further away that whole idea of reverse dieting is is getting because you know, you spent so long in it, you just your body just wants to recover. Now, do I think you need to just rebound and get fat? No, obviously not, but listen, it happens and and everybody is different, okay? Um as I've said before, I got to I got to a stage very quickly where, you know, my weight has it, it just held, you know, it got to where where it wanted to be and it's held and I've I've like I say, I've held the condition well at this weight and I'm really happy at it. But because what you find is if you do overdo it, and this is not to like make anyone feel shit for overdoing it, because listen, it happens. I've done it. Like like I say, go back in one of the previous episodes and listen to all about it. But what you got to remember is if you do balloon like that, what then happens is people then like, right, what I'll do is I'll do a cut to get rid of all this that I've put on. But you've just taken your body out of that deficit and cutting state. And now you're going to try and put it back there after another extreme. You kind of just need to ride the dragon for a bit and just let yourself level out. So, um, but yeah, if, if I if I gave myself what I would consider a short-term cut, then yes, 100%, I would reverse diet out of it. Um, you know, but after 30 plus weeks of dieting, if you're then going to turn around and be like, okay, we're going to slowly increase your calories by 200 this week, and then we're going to put in another 50 calories next week, that ain't for me. Screw that. Mm-mm. No, I'm good. I, I'm not. And that's, and you know, to those that can do it, and that do do it, fair play to you. Every, there's more than one way to skin a cat, for the lack of a better term, in this game. Um, but yeah, that's probably the instance where I would use a reverse diet. Whereas for the majority of people, there are those amongst us that are, um, you know, more hardcore and can tolerate it and will turn around and say things to you like, oh, you know, you've dieted for this long. Um, why are you going to fuck it all up now and just go on a mad one and binge? But listen, everybody's different. So I'm not going to be one of those people. But yeah, like I say, a short term cut, definitely for a reverse diet in. Um, and I guess to answer the question, yes, I do believe in it because I mean, it's not Santa Claus. It's not up for debate. So um, yeah, I'm, I wish I had some more questions, but you know, people just be, people are just being bougie on Instagram today. There's not, um, there's not a whole lot of questions. I'm just going to quickly do one more check. Let's have a look. No, let me just scroll to my story. The guy like, the man like 57 low store what is it what is that 
I'm just I'm just waffling now. Um, no, no more questions in there. Cool. Right, well, I guess I'll wrap it up there then. Um, all right, guys. Well, listen, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, you know, the main message to take away from this is, you know, if you want a hot boy summer or a hot girl summer, you need a hard work winter. You know, don't neglect this time because this is crucial and pivotal time to improve in your physique and, and further getting yourself set up for, for next year, you know, and, and for subsequent years after that, you know. And if you're a natural... Don't be fooled that you can have a mad, crazy bulk and put on loads of good size in three months because unless you're a genetic freak, you can't. So, you know, that's just a reality check for a lot of you out there. So, like I say, use the time effectively. Um, don't waste it. And uh, you'll only thank yourself when you've got some further progress. So me and my croaky voice are going to drink the rest of this water and I'm going to have my... My, what's this water bottle doing? I'm going to have my last meal of the night, which is cream of rice and oats because, you know, anybody's trying to make romantic meals for one, I can just make this and go to bed with a full belly. Um, I, I've been having it with a cereal. So usually I have my propeptide, so it's the CMP propeptide, which is, um, it's got like slow releasing protein and stuff in it. It's got digestive enzymes and stuff. And I've got chocolate caramel brownie. And I usually have that before bed, but I've been having this cereal milk, just standard way, CMP way cereal milk before bed and oh my god it absolutely bangs some frozen bloobs on top oh yeah it's fantastic um but yeah anyway that is just what you didn't need to know but you do know guys thank you so much for locking into this tune into the next episode don't forget if you're listening to this the next time i put up a question box on instagram i want a question from you it doesn't have to be about fitness it can be about anything um but don't be bougie just put in a question right enjoy the rest of your week guys until next time this is the fox says podcast the work is always done. I'm out. Peace.